It's DTS 155. Guardian Con is going on right now, supporting a fantastic cause, and we have information about some of those Destiny 2 legacy rewards. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Gary the Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome back to Destiny the Show, the Destiny News Podcast to keep you, the Guardian, ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. I am BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my great co-host, Diddy, and Diddy, I'm not even going to ask you about the weather. We're becoming a meme at this point because it's hot in (laughs) Texas and it's not as hot in Colorado, so what did you do this week? I went on a little road trip for work. We had like a little retreat thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, got to test the new car out on the open road for about a two-hour-ish drive. Did fantastic. There's lots of bugs in the country, so I had to get my car cleaned uh, this morning. But that's uh, that's pretty much all I did this week. Um, just hanging out and just... I've been watching Guardian Con pretty much all week. I just had it open at work the whole time, and I just saw... I saw probably say no to rage was probably my favorite segment <laughs> just because he got different monetary goals and you know dismantled all his weapons and he's gonna shave his face but he's gonna keep the mustache and do the uh the, the dr destiny cosplay so that is probably the highlight of my week just being able to see guardian con just all the hype for such a good cause. So Guardian Con is a fantastic event. It's going on this week. Well, at least the marathon portion of the stream started last Thursday, June 22nd, and is continuing on for a full week, 24 hours a day, all the way until June 29th, not going offline. Filled with fantastic blocks of great Destiny streamers, but also big streamers from beyond just the Destiny University. People like Ninja, Elaheim, Zeke, Duck Sauce. They had digital extremes like the developers behind Warframe on just pretty stinking awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so great to see just not just the Destiny community being able to support something like this, but other big names as well. Also, we got lots of good news, or I guess some news, <laughs> in uh, This Week at Bungie. It's actually surprisingly filled with information this time around. We were very surprised to see, you know, some nice communication about those veteran rewards coming across from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2 that we'll see once we start on the on, on September 6th. Totally. So we got some information on those legacy rewards. We also heard some information about the PC players, how it's going to be handled with their end of the veteran rewards. So let's dive into the news, Diddy. News! Let's open up and continue a little bit about Guardian Con 2017. The event started last year with a marathon stream that eventually uh, culminated in the actual two-day Guardian Con event out in Florida. They were doing this marathon stream to support St. Jude's Hospital, a fantastic, fantastic cause. So St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital is leading the way the world understands, treats, and cures childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. It is the only National Cancer Institute designated comprehensive cancer center devoted solely to children. Treatments developed at St. Jude have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to 80% since the hospital opened more than 50 years years ago. Uh, St. Jude freely shares the breakthroughs that it makes and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use that knowledge to save thousands more children. Uh, Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food because all a family should worry about is helping 
their child live. So, I mean, it's, uh, it is an amazing cause, Diddy. And last year, they raised an insane amount. Yeah, last year, 2016, they raised $514,418 after the entire event for St. Jude's. And they were actually named Best New Charity of 2016 by St. Jude's Research Hospital. And that is insane. I know they had a a goal of $400,000 last year, and they just blew past that by about 20%. So that is... That is insane. So this year they had that goal of a million dollars. At the time of recording this, they've already surpassed the donation amount of last year. They're at about 544000 on Sunday. It's going to go through the next week. They're going to hit that million dollar goal, and it's just going to be fantastic. It's going to be so great. Bro Man is going to be the last chunk of time, and he, last year, he killed it on the hype train. So I can only expect the same or even better this year. They've already raised $544,000, Diddy, at the time of us recording this on Sunday afternoon. They're doing the SRL racing right now. What an amazing cause. And not only that, when the marathon stream concludes, it is the beginning of the actual in-person Guardian Con event that begins, I believe it is Friday, June 30th. And then is the, let me, I think it's the first, right? There is no yes. July or no June 31st. Yeah. So July 1st is the start of the second day of Guardian Con. And we wish everybody who's heading out there a great time. Say hi to everybody. Enjoy it. There's going to be YouTubers, streamers, your favorite podcasts are going to be in attendance. And uh, man, one of these days, Diddy, we couldn't swing it this year just because <laughs> work and expense wise, but we would love to make it out to Guardian Con one of these years and just uh, support a fantastic, fantastic cause. All right. Shall we transition into the mega this week at Bungie? Oh, man. The news-filled update from Bungie. (laughs) Opening up this week at Bungie, Diddy, we finally got some information about those legacy rewards. So Bungie has said we will honor players who have become legends during Destiny 1, whether that was an original vanilla player, a Taken King player, or even a Rise of Iron player who hopped on board and completed some of the either moments of triumph, got a lot of grimoire, whatnot, Bungie did emphasize that while we're showing off, I think, what is it, six or seven new emblems uh, in this week's post? It was six emblems in total, I think. Um, that they have rewards that they're not talking about that they want to still be a surprise for players. So just because we're going to get a chance to see, like, all right, we have an option to get these as veteran players, these emblems, there's surprises in-game that they're planning for those veteran players. I don't know what that might be, Uh, But let's talk about how we earned these new emblems. Yeah, so there's actually seven. Lucky number Bungie seven (laughs) uh, for those rewards. And two of them, only two of them are still obtainable for the summer. I believe five of them are locked away because of the timing. You had to complete these actions before the allotted or whatever that reward tier is. So starting at the top is going to be, uh, the first one is the Laurel Triumphant. You completed a moment of triumph, a moment of triumph during Destiny's first year. The Loria Prima 2, or the second, or whatever. Uh, you completed all 10 moments of triumph during Destiny's first year. The Slayer of Oryx emblem. You owned the Taken King and completed a moment of triumph during Destiny's second year. Heard the call. You owned the Taken King and completed all eight moments of triumph during Destiny's second year. Young Wolf, you owned Rise of Iron and reached rank two in the Age of Triumph record book. 
and Saladin's Pride. You owned Rise of Iron and reached rank 7 in the Age of Triumph record book. And then the last one, Lore Scholar, almost said Lone Scholar, Lore Scholar, you achieved a Grimoire score of over 5,000 in Destiny 1. So, Diddy, you have all of these already except for one of them. And I'm, it's the same one that I don't have either. It's uh, the Laura Prima 2. There was like one moment of triumph, I think, that you and I each were missing. Uh, I remember the year one moment of triumph. I want to point out for our listeners who haven't seen this, the new emblems go across your entire top bar. So imagine you're playing Destiny, you press the start button or the equivalent of whatever controller or console you're on. At the very top, you know when you can read my character, the inventory, the settings? That entire top bar is now the new emblem design. And it looks beautiful. I'm so excited, dude, because not only is our emblem going to be displayed right when we're in orbit, but every time we hop in there, you get an expanded view of their gorgeous artwork. And imagine, Diddy, if they implement animated ones, because I could sort of see some of these elements moving or rotating or doing something. Uh, But I thought it looks very clean and very cool, right? Yes, exactly. And I, I think it looks great, like you said, but let's hope that there's not emblems that are of a color that we can't actually read the text. And I'm actually gonna correct myself here. Um, I said that only two emblems were still obtainable. There's actually three. There's two that you can still do that are tied to the Age of Triumph record book. And then the third one is the Grimoire emblem as well. So you have the two for the Age of Triumph record book with Rise of Iron, and then the uh, 5,000 Grimoire score, still available until August 1st. Yes. Indeed, indeed. So why don't we talk about some of the upcoming sort of Age of Triumph cutoff dates because we're getting close enough to where some of these record book nodes are going to be gone forever if you want to hit that August 1st deadline to get August 1st deadline to hit your rank 7 and unlock that discounted t-shirt so you don't have to pay Bungie uh, 700,077 something whatever dollars it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's like eight sevens or something. It's not seven sevens. It's eight because of the cents and stuff. That is crazy. All right. So... (laughs) Trials of Osiris is continuing onward until August 11th, and I'll talk about that in a second. The last uh, Destiny 1 era Trials of Osiris is August 11th, so you have until then to finish off those nodes. Um, July 4th is our next Iron Banner, and that will be the last Iron Banner that you get before August 1st deadline. Um, The King's Fall weekly featured raid is also that same week. Uh, Then we have Wrath of Machine the following week at July 11th. The final Crota's End weekly featured rate is July 18th. The month of Daybreak begins, Diddy, on (laughs) July 18th. So get ready to bust out your Nightfalls if you still need to pack down a bunch of those strike scoring nodes. That's going to be your best time to do so. Uh, Then the Vault of Glass featured raid for the August 1st deadline is going to be July 25th. A lot of dates, but I'm excited for Daybreaks to show up too, man. Yeah, Daybreak is mayhem strikes, and it's fantastic. Throw all the grenades, use all the supers, and just totally wreak havoc in those nightfalls. That's that's going to be the, probably my favorite way to round out my Destiny experience. Just just do all the things at once in the strike and just rack up a ton of points. It's, it's a lot of fun. Totally, totally. All right, scrolling a little bit further down, Diddy, we learned about our final activities, a couple of our final endgame activities coming with Destiny 1. So as Destiny 2 gets closer and closer, uh, that means, and I quote here, that our two competitive endgame experiences will be going into hibernation before re-emerging to spread their beautiful wings in unexpected ways in Destiny 2. And what that means is the final Destiny 1 era Iron Banner is August 1st, 2017, 
and the final Destiny 1 era Trials of Osiris is August 11th, 2017. Nitty, I don't like this. I don't like this actually whatsoever <laughs> because it is a very heavy-handed way to push people towards Destiny 2. And I get it. Um, I'm going to be a Destiny, you know, playing Destiny 2. You're going to be playing Destiny 2. But I don't see why Trials of Osiris should cease to exist in Destiny 1 after August 11th. I understand that it probably requires some resources from the team to keep picking those maps uh, and also deploy a quote-unquote Iron Banner. I just don't necessarily like this move, especially since the beta is going to be over and Destiny 2 is going to be about a month away and you're going to have four weeks with no Trials of Osiris, which is Twitch's like biggest, biggest viewership time for Destiny every single week. It's an odd choice. Why, why do you think they went this way? And am I totally off base with my reaction? No, I'm with you. I, I totally agree here. I, it, it seems like they're taking it away too soon. And uh, like you said, there's probably, and I have no idea what it would be, there are probably some internal resources that they have to shift from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2 but that doesn't make sense because why would you have to use the same resource that the current trials system is on in Destiny 2? Why not just make a new one that's, I guess, more stable or better? <laughs> uh, this one is does confuse me a lot, so I'm going to agree with you there. It, uh, the timing just it doesn't make sense to me, like you said. Yeah, it's kind of a weird choice, but at least the weekly featured activities, it doesn't sound like they're going to be going anywhere. It sounds like you're still going to have Crucible playlist getting a weekly feature. The story playlist is going to exist there, the strike playlist, and of course, you know, CE, VOG, those types of things. If we want to go back and have a legacy weekend, I think we're going to be able to do so, you know? Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I am so hyped, dude. I find it, it can be easy to get caught up in the negatives, and I have some concerns coming into Destiny 2. This is a bit about no private matches at launch, <laughs> no ranked at launch. But I've also, I've had some great comments come at me going, you know, they may be adding private matches like two or three weeks into the game's life cycle. There may be some active world events going on that they want the entire population engaging with and finishing, like giving the population time to finish the story, gear their characters up, get to a point where it's like that. And so I'm like, oh, maybe so. But then I also have this fear in my mind, just like, hey, we'll, we'll bring you some more vault space. It's it's coming. We, we know you want it. It, it. It'll be here. And then after enough time, it's just like, she's not calling you back, man. She's not interested in you. You're not going to have a seafood dinner with her. Let's be honest. They're not going to say, we'll get you more vault space. They're going to say, we're going to have a solution for your vault space issues. <laughs> and it's not going to be more vault space. It's going to be here's extra gear that you're going to want instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, to put it in real world terms, I think, think of like a Starbucks, right? And how yeah. they have they have public Wi-Fi. When you have early morning, like two or three people in there, Wi-Fi is good. You can check your email at work. You can do whatever you want. You can play Pokemon Go. But at lunchtime, there's like 60 people in there. Wi-Fi is going to be a little spotty and not so great. So... That's uh, it's kind of how you can relate to server stress and network stuff. So that's why they're implementing the queue to make it a little bit easier. Totally, totally. All right, that wraps up basically this week at Bungie Diddy. However, the PC players are not really going to be getting veteran rewards. They kind of took some time to explain why that is. You brought forth uh, the Bungie Help article to my attention. What was sort of your summary for the listeners about that? Uh, TLDR, too long didn't read. I mean, basically, 
take myself for example. I'm a veteran player. I've played on PlayStation and Xbox. I am moving to PC. Uh, I'm not going to be able to get these veteran emblems or the additional rewards that they're keeping secret on the PC. Even though I've played the Xbox, I've played the PlayStation, I have my Bungie account, my, uh, my Bungie.net account linked to both of those consoles, and I have certain emblems that I've redeemed on both consoles because they're linked to my Bungie.net account. Not going to be able to receive those rewards on the PC. There's not going to be, a, apparently, they're, they're not implementing a way to you know add the Battle.net account and just link the emblem to that account, which is your Bungie.net account. Uh, they're actually linking it to like a PlayStation ID or an Xbox gamer tag. And that's how you'll get those veteran rewards. So if you're a veteran player and you're migrating to PC, not going to be able to show off the fact that you're a Destiny 1 veteran on the PC. Yeah, which for some is a disappointment for myself. Uh, I don't really care. These emblems look cool, but I want to explore the new emblems that are coming in Destiny 2 or the new rewards. Now, if I get... Um, like a pony on PlayStation Diddy and like I can ride the pony around the European dead zone, then I'm going to be pretty upset. Then I'm going to be a little bit over on the PC going, where is my sparrow pony? And uh, I'm a little bit angry here, Bungie. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Moving on, that wraps up everything for this week. News-wise, Diddy, we creep ever closer to the Destiny 2 beta. We have Gamescom coming up here very shortly, which Bungie will be in attendance at, and that's usually like E3 Part 2, sometimes even bigger announcements happening there than at E3. And I just want to encourage the listeners, go watch support twitch.tv slash guardiancon this week. It's an amazing cause. I really think they're going to blow past the million and just the Destiny community coming together to do something bigger than themselves and then show the world what is possible. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be supporting it. I'm going to be there. Well, not physically, but uh, in spirit and uh, virtually on the stream. So definitely, definitely consider. We have a link on our Discord, discord.me slash Destiny the Show. In our announcements uh, channel, we have a link to that so you can see all the different donations, all the different descriptions and stuff coming through. So uh, definitely go check out the, your your favorite streamers. Check out the schedule. See when that favorite streamer is uh, streaming for you and donate during them because you might be uh, pushing them towards deleting a lot of their Destiny gear or shaving their head or face or dyeing their hair a different color. So go ahead and uh, <laughs> go have some fun. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You can find us at destinytheshow.com or follow us on Twitter at destinytheshow to be notified when the latest show goes live. Diddy, where can people find you? Twitter.com slash Diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. I can be found at BBK Dragoon on both YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Thanks to everybody who's been coming out to the streams as of late. And I think that's going to do it for today. Have a fantastic time at Guardian Con, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.